0: everyone welcome back to everything cool podcast this is your host linda Omichu. oh my gosh it's so good to be back so today we'll be having our party two continuation of our last episode which was titled salary expectations and unemployment in nigeria so this is the continuation of our last episode and i hope you guys enjoy it sit tight and let's go
1: Does anybody want to continue from where she was talking about how that practice of who you know or connection, getting jobs will, uh, will never stop? Does anybody want to pick it up from there? As a way for them okay. to get in?
2: Let, let me just chip in something before fate comes in. Um, okay. I, th- I think uh, referrals will never stop. Okay. But there are some companies that have this uh, policy of uh, publishing their adverts in dailies you know, they try as much as possible to make their, their job vacancies public but regardless of that recruiters will still source for for applicants in the fastest way possible you know so they might not actually go ahead to sort uh, applications from uh, the national dailies or whatever whatever Place they must have posted an advert, but just, you know, ask their mutual friends, you know someone who can do this, or do you have someone with capacity this capacity. So I think it's not going to stop, and it's, a, it's not a Nigerian thing, it's
3: everywhere.
1: But w- w- what I was more like talking about is, like, somebody would say, um, let me call my uncle. My uncle knows somebody somewhere. That is the part I'm coming from. I'm not coming from the part where you know someone that could that that can do the job very well and the job gets offered to them. I'm coming from the part of where it's all about who you know. Like there's a vacancy in Let me let
3: me let me I I understand I I understand what you're saying. It's almost the same thing if I said once we know that somebody I have one uncle here and the uncle can always put in some words for me. It's almost the same thing That's the same thing when the company is putting up the advert outside saying that um, we're looking for these particular people, but inside inside the house, inside inside the organization themselves, they are also outsourcing, finding out anybody we can refer. Um, and I have one uncle that is in HR, I have one uncle that is in the admin. It's something that is going to be a repeated cycle, something that is you know, it's almost the same thing what you're saying, so it goes hand in hand. One uncle is telling you, I have an uncle in A company. Stick to him. They have an opening in the, in the accounts department. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You go and talk to him. It's the same thing as them advertising the role inside, internally, saying that they want someone to come in and join. Mm-hmm. You get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, okay, we're just going to move along. Um, human capital in Nigeria is massive. Um, Since you guys are in the feud, what, the, what, what do you guys think is the missing link? because there are a lot of unused manpower in Nigeria. What do you guys think is the missing link with this unused manpower when it comes to the human capital that we have in Nigeria? Like we have a lot of youths graduating every every day, basically Mm -hmm. Uh, first class candidates to a two, one, two, two, you name it. Um, Most of these people are really capable and able to work, but they're not getting Mm -hmm. jobs. So we have a lot of unused manpower. Uh, when it comes to comes to Nigeria Nigerian population, so I'm coming from the aspect of why do we have so much unused manpower, useful unused manpower?
3: Because well, simply you can't give what you don't have. Simple, you don't have the jobs. Why are you calling people to come for it? Okay, you have a role to fill in the organization. like if I hear Mike said they have a role to fill in the organization and they need only two people two people for it. And they're having over 6,000 applicants for it. What do you expect to happen? Are you expecting miracles to happen? No. So when stuff like this comes, it's because of we don't have enough that we want. We don't have... Um, people can't get the job and there are not enough openings for people to come and get the job. That's why you have these huge numbers. So there are, let's say a, a sales team need like 200 sales force. You can get over... If not over nine hundred, or one over a thousand, or ten thousand applicants applying for the same role, if I if I can be any witness and tell too can be any witness because they're all HR professionals, and they only need hundred. Even from the hundred, they might need to streamline it. So if the organization cannot accommodate everyone, they just have to make do what they have. So you know, it becomes more of how the interview process goes and how we're able to scale through and everything and all. So. That's just for me, I think, for that.
1: If I what do you think? Can you hear me? Yes.
2: I think most companies don't have the financial capacity to pay a lot of people at the same time. You know, that's why you see one person doing the job of 10 people. You see a front desk doing the work of admin personnel, HR, sales. You understand, so I think it's all about the financial capacity of companies. So there's really not much to that.
1: Um, Okay, I guess we should go go to the next question. Next question is: um, When it comes to jobs in Nigeria, compensation and uh, benefits are always missing. Why is this so, and what's the way out? I think you're fine because you're like the only HR person here, and also. um,
2: Well, I I think. I think one of the major reasons is this, the salaries or the compensation are always very, very low. When I mean low, below standard, you see some jobs that should pay at least 300,000 naira, but the salaries would be 50,000 naira, so they take out those, uh, those vital information so that people will be discouraged from even applying in the first place. So most times they just write things like uh, salaries will be discussed during an interview and stuff like that. So one of the main reason is this, the actual salary for these jobs are always low. So they try as much as possible to take out this vital information from applicants.
3: So, like if I say most of, most of the time they put salary is attractive. <laughs>
1: uh, when you get it, they will tell you three thousand, three thousand naira.
3: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> in fact, in fact say, some, some, some some jobs are, are based on commission. And these kind of jobs are things that are not sellable. Things like uh, insurance, for example. Insurance is something we don't buy here in Nigeria.
1: That is true. So you,
2: so, you know, so, um, there are some jobs that are actually based on commission. And commission jobs are not actually bad, maybe. But there are some things that you can't sell to the average Nigerian things like insurance, things like, uh, yeah, insurance, basically. So, you hear things like, we'll pay you if you bring in 5 million or 10 million. And at the end of the day, someone will work for two months without, without pay. You get so, the kind of salary you get is the reason why people don't even include the amount you actually get on the job. I
1: thought thought that thing was more like, uh, I remember there was a time where um, bank marketers, they were putting so much pressure on them, especially the ladies at that time. Um, they will tell them you need to bring in some amount of money or else you're not going to get paid and you see these ladies have to sleep with men literally to get uh, accounts and the amount that they've been asked as a target before they could get paid so these things are still happening
2: yes it is It is now it has moved from banking to insurance you know banking is something you can actually sell in Nigeria people can actually move their money from this uh, bank to another bank just to meet targets and all. people don't buy insurance at all in Nigeria. If there are 100 people in Nigeria, only about 15 will buy an insurance product to get what virtually everybody in Nigeria owns a bank account. So that's why I use uh, something selling. So, like for instance, in my company, we don't post commission-based jobs on our platform because it's more like you're calling people to come and sleep for you, so don't post commission-based
1: jobs. Let's talk about salary expectations. Salary expectations in Nigeria when it comes to job is something really, really weird. Why are people not being paid what they deserve? Workers in Nigeria are seriously underpaid. Why? Why is this happening and what is the way forward?
3: Um, all right so it's just the same way we are saying that um we don't have enough jobs to to employ people and most times people prefer instead of paying one huge amount they rather want to break the salary to pay more people yeah so like if I mentioned like a 300,000 job, 300,000 naira monthly pay, somebody would rather want to split it into four ways so you can go round or how many jobs are paying the amount. Do you understand? So it's sort like of It goes both ways because when the company is not thriving, they can't pay much. Once the company is into sales, you expect that that's why you see people on the front decks doing sales. You see people that, Have nothing to do with sales doing so everybody's on that target that's where those expectations come because everybody believes if i'm paying you 50k or 100k i believe that you need to be bringing something to the table by the end of the month and that is another thing that's coming around so if somebody is giving you this amount if you go okay i'm paying you i'm paying you this amount and i feel and i feel you need to bring one to your table you go to some organization the HR is doing the admin work. The HR is doing accounts work. The HR is the one doing almost everything. And you go to some other area. the sales. The girl on the the girl on the front desk is the one picking calls. The girl on the front desk is the one responding to emails, selling to doing cross selling everything. Because everybody wants to make sure that if I'm paying you this amount, you have to still bring this to the table. So I think that's just what might affect The expectation aspects because most companies don't have enough and they can't do more than they can and from my little understanding of from the hr perspective is that every com- every role has a budget so for this particular role there's a budget attached to that person so if we're employing an accounts executive there's a salary expectation for that particular role, and they can't go above and beyond that so if you're coming with what are you, what do you explain the actual request what are your salary expectations and you tell them and hey, i'm looking at um, 180 to 200 blah 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 and they are sorry what we have is around 60k and 70k that's the budget they've told you and that's where you start the negotiation from. <laughs> so that's just it basically They can always tell you that
4: uh, so I feel because of well, firstly, looking at the unemployment rate, so I feel companies feel lots of people actually desperate, like to get a job. So they tend to offer people like now, imagine a graduate coming out of school and you're offering so on thirty k or forty k to start. <clears throat> imagine someone saying oh we are going to actually offer you 50k which is a lie then with time we will increase it so i just feel um and most the thing is most people will still take this job because they feel they have to like feed and also take care of themselves Mm -hmm. so i feel because people actually desperate, and these companies do that okay people actually need jobs people will still go these jobs because they don't have any option. Some people might not really offer for the job, but lots of people are actually desperate and they need to fit, so they will still take these job offers.
1: Wow! So, because of desperation yeah. to get something to do to be yeah. in the house, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. people just take this job because they just want to leave the house.
4: Yeah, Ooh. so if it says 60k, and, and so the thing sometimes if they tell you that. If they know you're actually a good fit for the job and they are and, they, and you're like, oh, okay, I want to take hundred, and they're like, No. So the, most of they days, say like, you know, we are just starting baby small firms, you know, we are just passing, we'll offer you 60 or 50 with time, you will grow with us and we we'll increase your salary. Sometimes it's actually like so if they see that oh, okay, you your mouth is actually white and they cannot actually um pay you. They also go for other people that... Oh, okay. They also look at other people. So sometimes that's why you end up like employing um, people that might not also be a good fit, fit for the job because you're also trying to... um safe cost. cost. You don't, yeah, safe cost rather. You don't want to actually employ people that you know... Okay, because you know when you employ these people, they're actually going to ask for more. So they tend to go for people... Will be like, oh, okay. They will actually take fifty, and people will actually people will actually take these jobs, so they tend to go for people who are not actually skilled, because they actually trying to stay
0: for. So, how has COVID nineteen affected the rate of unemployment in Nigeria?
3: It didn't change anything to me. In that setting, no. it didn't change anything. It has always been the same way it was, and it also will also be like that until things get better and things start working well. Because a year before that, it was the same thing they were saying. It was still the same thing. It's not OK. The only thing it changed was, OK, people started doing virtual interviews. And even until 2020, like the ending of 2020, some people started saying, please come to the office. Let's define our interview. Because you see, the virtual team doesn't work for some companies in Nigeria. A lot of companies, are their systems are so into the building. Like, for, for everybody to work remotely, gonna take a lot of money and it's going to take a lot of infrastructure to get everything working at the same time. So it didn't really change anything to me. So it doesn't it didn't change salary, it didn't change anything, it didn't change the decision making, it didn't change how work is it works. Everybody is to go to work for their fixed marks and it's still as it is. Except anything has changed in this December though but <laughs> I can tell you for your fact that it didn't change anything. If I it, it didn't change anything in terms of
2: numbers. It only totally changed how people work and how people see work. Nothing
5: changed.
1: Nothing. Ebio, hey, do you agree with what everybody's saying that nothing has changed? Because nothing didn't change anything when it comes to the number of unemployment increasing or decreasing. I don't think it actually changed much.
4: To so me, I feel we have some advantages. Advantages actually when people and did do work from home this period and we don't have to like, go to work as much as we did before the COVID-19 period.
1: Okay. Um, some of you here are into HR, doing HR. So I have this question. As someone that stacks with uh, solving problems and uh, meeting HR related issues, uh, what would you say is the most common issues or issue? that um workers bring bring to you to to serve and how do you handle them
3: if I... <laughs> even if you bring the issue of salary
1: you know what uh, i i think i'm using my mentality of being in or uh, living in the western world uh to to ask these questions so i'm really sorry i forget to say oh, i had no correct for nigeria i go bring problems because i'm not answer you so <laughs> um, some, some, okay.
2: some issues will not even come to the hr issues like salaries. some people are so scared to you know to have these discussions mm-hmm. you know they feel when when i speak of them i might be victimized and all that so well personally i i don't think i've experienced. it i think i it would In have been nice, not- yeah, In Michael.
1: Ministry. Oh, oh, talking about Michael, he just joined us. He'll be the one to answer this question because yes. he's like, Yes. Oh, thank God, he just joined us. Oh
3: so um, you're asking those two three questions you are asking, So he has to go back again and answer the oh, yes,
1: Yeah, questions. then after he answered I want- that, I have I think if anybody has any question to throw to the group, please after I have, Michael. I have
4: questions for him.
1: Okay, Michael, can you hear us? Welcome back. His audio is his audio is not good. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like the question I always ask is that most times these people say they have the HR they have an opening for a particular role and they want a particular number of people and people begin to come up with their salary. Why, when you ask with their salary expectation and you know the budget of this, of what the company will be offering, they don't like to specify doing the job interview, job advert. I understand the reason, but I feel. If somebody is saying that you're offering them 60000 at this particular time, and the role is for, let's say, the company decides to do for 80000 I feel there should be like a common ground where both parties meet to say, okay, well, we can always work around this, we can always work around that. Because I see people trying to, like, I've had the first time information whereby. The HR, the budget they give the HR for the particular role was eighty thousand. But the HR was streamlining the money, to salary to sixty thousand. And people were beginning to, you know, when you when you now when you say, oh, I want to roll, you know, say, the pay is around sixty thousand. You will now make the additional benefit twenty thousand, which should be the reverse. It's supposed to be eighty thousand and the other benefit making it on break. And I'm like why are people doing it like this? Why are people doing it like And it's a culture, because once you enter those kind of organizations now, that's the hand they're bringing, it becomes something. That's why you see, they keep recruiting and recruiting. The same people will come and take the first one salary they will go, and assets will come again. They keep doing the same process over and over again. It becomes a repeated cycle. And Michael will say something about not getting the right hand, is like this because when i know that you don't want to pay me what do you want to do you're paying somebody sixty thousand. you want the person to be meeting up a target of 10 million i don't know how it adds up i don't know the correlation and everything but you guys are hr you guys can explain more on that that's my question to michael and can you all hear me now is it
5: better yeah yeah,
3: i can hear you can hear you michael Okay.
5: okay uh okay i just
3: have to did you get the okay. question i
5: asked
3: so, okay so i asked the question about salary expectations so what's what does salary expectation means to you why do you think salary expectation is a serious conversation in this hour time as an hr person what does the salary expectation mean to you and everything so that's what we're asking
5: okay so um okay for salary expectation oh, let me even check the. Question around that.
1: Okay, do you want me to ask you the question? I can I can ask you the question.
5: Okay, so okay, you're asking me that uh, when it comes to compensation and benefit right?
1: Yeah, I'm, I was like compensation and benefits um is missing in most jobs in most job offer in Nigeria. Why is it so?
5: Okay, um, the main reason why it's like that. Okay, let me just put this way. For example, um. Many businesses are actually um, in Nigeria um, are actually struggling. Okay. They're struggling. There's a lot, you know, regulations, statutories they have to make, you know, they'll pay tax, they'll pay a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And you should look at the uh, the current situation in Nigeria when it comes to light, instability, you know, uh, political uh, security, not just for security, you know all these things have really affected, like, for example, you mentioned manufacturing. Now, there was a time exportation and importation was very difficult here in Nigeria because of the monetary value. You know, it's it's really fluctuating. And of course, uh, dollars is on the rise and it's affecting Naira. So all these things, if we should consider them, it's going to indirectly affect the uh, composition and benefits for a role that's maybe for example maybe for that role is a car and uh, maybe uh, two mansion i'm just putting that with two mansion uh, vacation you know all those things all those specs now because mm-hmm. of the national situation um there won't be you know they will want to look at their current financial status they will look at what uh, they need to get on board to, you know, to ensure that the company is surviving, you know, and so that they don't fold up, they look at electricity uh, issues, they look at many things before they will now consider, okay, for this role, can we cut it down? Okay, instead of giving him a, a ride, can we actually uh, manage them with maybe a star bus or should we just give him the transport allowance, maybe uh, within this range. So all those things actually, you know, over time, it's, it gets missing, you know, in jobs. So they'll rather focus on maybe your take home, the focus on your take home, and maybe little, little perks like, okay, there's HMO. You can just manage, you know, this HMO and this. Whereas you're supposed to have a lot of, you know, compensation and benefit like, okay, end of the year bonus, you know, and all those stuff. Like for example, there's a, there's a, a company I worked for and um, during this uh, during that COVID, no, it's not during COVID, but there was a time the company couldn't uh, afford to pay bonus at the end of the year. You know, for something like that, for that to even happen, it was a slap on all the internal stuff like, wow. And then at the end of the day, they are giving us, like, maybe, for example, 8,000 error. When on normal grants, you are receiving like 400,000, 600,000 as benefits, you know, mm. at the end of the year. But now, uh, you're now getting like 8,000 error, 2,000 error, 5,000 error, and you know, you'll be looking at it and like, what is going on. So the main reason why all these things are not actually uh, spelled out you know, in offers that are in you know, a job offers because of the constraints, you know, within the environment for the business. The business wants to survive and they'll first look at their own self before they will now focus on the talent or so some even with downsize. Some with downsize, some with right size, you know, to make sure that what they currently have, you know, we support the business. And then they also critically look at the current talents that are on ground so if you are not really adding value to the business they will just actually to go so those are the factors you know that are actually affecting then also don't let us forget woman businesses all these smes that are just coming up you know they really need support they are trying their possible best to contribute their own quota in reducing unemployment in nigeria but all these woman business some of them can't even afford to pay 10 staff 20 staff so they will start from what they can do so they will rather focus on your take-home and maybe basic allowances instead of you know uh, instead of imputing other things like compensation and benefits. So those are the reasons behind it.
1: Thank you so much for that. The next question that you missed out on is um, salary expectations. Um, salary expectations in Nigeria. When it comes to job, okay, salary expectation in Nigeria when it comes to jobs is something weird. Why are people? Why are so many people underpaid, um, not being paid what they deserve? Why is it so? And what's the way forward?
5: Uh, I'll firstly answer that question. Are you underpaid uh, over there? Me here. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. What about um? Joel, no, that page I didn't Okay,
1: uh, Michael, con- continue. Okay, don't um, stop. If I, if I it's
5: not it's not so good, right? Okay. Now, did you know many uh, staff or let me say that many employees are actually uh, or let me just be this way salary expectation, you know, in Nigeria? Many are on are on paid, or let me say on the paid rather, is because. Number one, okay, let's look at it in these two ways. Let's look at it in these two ways. The candidates in particular, let's say the candidates, uh, the main reason why most of them can't be paid exactly what they should be paid to get now is because Mm -hmm. they don't have what it takes to fit into that capacity, sincerely. They don't have what it takes. Many people are complaining, "Ah, There are no jobs. Oh, I've not been paid well. Oh, this or that. What have you done personally yourself? So, as a a candidate, from the candidate's perspective, one of the first things I'll firstly ask them is to evaluate their value, their assets. What are you bringing to the table? Do you really have what it takes to take on? On the new role, or you know, or to take the roles that actually have the juicy package. So you need to evaluate your position. You need to evaluate your asset. You need to evaluate your value. Value is what employers are looking for, and that's what they pay for. That's one. Two. How we also recommend that um, candidates, you know, candidates they research their um, different wages, you know, across the industry, especially for the roles that they are so much interested in. They should do their researches and then look at how best they can find themselves in that you know in that industry in that capacity what are the things they can do do they need to go for trainings do they need to do they need to actually uh expand you know their knowledge do they need to go for mentoring coaching and other stuff and then from there it will now help them to you know determine the minimum they can go for and the maximum you know and but when they're able to get that right, it will align them automatically to doing the right things that can help them to be well-placed in the market, you know, in terms of uh, salary expectations and everything. And then they will now watch out for the culture of the organization. Do your background check. Do they really pay well or they don't even pay well? Or maybe they pay you and then they owe you for six months or they owe you for 10 months. You now, all those things are what candidates will look out for. But from the employer's angle, The main reason why many jobs, or let me say many jobs have been on the paid, or let me say, let me staff, many staffs have been on the paid is because of um, the demand and supply. Good. In the in yes, the demand and supply in the markets. And the financial capability of these companies is not so, so, so fantastic. Now, you see an organization that's, yeah, they are making so much money. But if you should look at the workforce uh, analysis, the workforce analysis, that's underground workforce planning, whereby they look at it, okay, we must have 10,000 workforce, that's 10,000 employees you get now. And then they look at their scoreboard, they look at the their budgets, what they must you know, turn over at the end of the year, maybe. Their plan is to turn in around ten billion naira, or let me say ten million naira now. And at the end of the day, they can't even make up to ten million naira. You know, there's a problem. And you should look at the head costs. The head costs, maybe less the less. head costs is around. The head costs is around, let's say, six million naira. So where's the profit coming from? So companies will try as much possible, in as much you. Have been employed, you know, and you have something to manage yourself, you know. Especially for the outsourcing world, you know, there's so much that happens in the outsourcing world, whereby people are being paid, uh, but it's not corresponding to their value, what they are bringing to the table, you know. So. Things like that continually happen. It continually happen only you find the right location, the find company that will be able to pay your value. And that's why I always encourage stars or employees that find themselves in such a situation. Because when you find yourself there, use the opportunity to upskill yourself, to learn a lot, to expand your experience. And then, you know, get out for a better place where they will value you you know, and of course, other things can actually follow. So that's what I can say for now. On that.
3: Oh, okay. Can I say something? I, I, Michael, sure. I like, I love your point so much, and I've
5: been looking forward to see this. What I will say is this. We don't have a regulated, a regulated system in Nigeria.
3: You were talking something about industry practice. What is the salary expectations? What are the salary in the market? Like, what's in this particular or what are the salary the people get in this particular? I can tell you for a fact that this, we, if people are using that metrics to base on what they want to pay, people will not want to pay anybody anything. You know my line of business. I've been into finance, I've been into sales, I've been into loan and investment. And I can tell you that there was a time people were paying people salary of 300,000. People thought 300,000 was too much. People reduced the 300,000 to 150. People reduced the 150 to 100 and added commission to it. And people are not even yeah. longer paying bonuses in here. So, yeah. The thing, the thing about you saying you you need to upskill yourself, so as a finance person, what skill do I need to get to myself? Apart from learning how to buy and sell, I know how to sell, I know how to push things to my client. What other skills do I need to get? I have, okay, I'm, I'm doing my master's in uni, like I've done that, okay, what other skills do you want me to get? I want to do CPA, how does CPA translate into, into me selling? these are questions i like to ask myself because if i'm in an industry that is regulated and is very and people know that uh, if you're a sales person that's into loan and investment the salary entry level for this of salary is at this amount But so we have every new company every business is doing this business and everybody has said this business. people do these businesses in their own duplexes in making and they don't say our salary is 100k 120 are you working or not working it's it's simple i've had an nature tell me are you working or you're not working And I'm not surprised, people like you have, you've been in this game, you understand how the system works. People are not paid what they want to be earning. I understand that because the economy is not thriving. Businesses are not doing well. Because the company that is supposed to be making profit of 10 billion Mm is making profit of 5 Mm -hmm. million and it has over 100 staffs to pay. How do you want them to pay? Mm -hmm. You get my point. And you say say something like, um, you have to... Why, why do you think that there's always a staff churn in all these business? Why do you think people, people stress the HR people? I want to stress the HR person because if you don't pay me money, I'll go to B and they will pay me. If B doesn't pay me, I'll go to C. And that's how you see the recycle of people going from one job to another, to another, to another. And yeah. for salaries for salary standard, Michael, I worked in a loan finance company and I can tell you that all this. Um, Recruiting it um, like all like, oh, them, what do they call this people that recruit people for organizations? I want I don't want to Ingencies. mention
5: the recruit,
3: yes, the recruitment agency, they've done more harm than good. I will tell you for a fact.
1: I was gonna ask that question because I know like yes. okay, go ahead, Sha. Yes,
3: they've it. done more harm than good.
1: Why do you say okay. that?
3: Yes, because to them they feel that they are saving the situation of the employment. They are helping the employment, they are helping the situation of the employment people. Okay, unemployed people. And people, and one bank wants 100 DSAs, DSAs mean direct sales agents. And they would just gather, Yeah, uh, in uh, this company, they uh, are sending your OND, OND, DSC, send it, send it, send it. Before you know, the company's budget for each person is 150K. These people will pay these people 50,000 naira. If anybody wants to contact me, they can tweet at me and they will tell me, I will tell them that I've process load for these people. These people are collecting salary of 55k and these people are going from Iyanogoro to the island every day for 50k and uh, somebody mm-hmm. is not telling me that what is expected in that industry. I beg to differ. There's nothing expected. That industry is casted because the HR know what they are doing.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So I I understand understand. When, when everybody is saying Saying, everybody, you are saying this, you are speaking this from your own point of perspective because you're an HR person. I'm speaking this as an employer. I'm speaking this because I've dealt with HR before and I know how they behave. And I understand that they are working under the instruction of the management, management's accord. Management wants to pay more than, more than 120K for this rule. Management wants the HR to use their own discretion and say, okay, if we're going to pay more 120K for this show, how do we fix in this person's pension, HMO, Everything 120k. How is that possible? Once the person's take home, yeah. So these are conversations. If anybody has anything to do, me, I'm ready. I will counter Michael. Me, I'm sorry. I don't want to say this. I'm countering you, but I'm telling you that majorly <laughs> for most uh, of this job. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: Joe, just hold on. Let me let me enter Michael a little bit. <laughs> Michael, I'm sorry,
3: okay.
2: I'm not I'm not on your side this time around. Do you no, think do you? That, uh, during interviews you understand you mentioned things about skills and all that let's okay. assume this person has all the skills he's bringing the value you've seen it you've seen all yeah. the things you are looking for and the budget for that job is a naira. you understand but I hear I hear people complain that Charles try to downplay that pay you know they try to you know, save costs for the company by paying the person as low as 500. Does this boil down to negotiation skills or the HR is just trying to, you know, save costs for the company? Or HR are there to make sure this person is paid what he deserves?
5: Okay, um, that's a very good question. And being sincere, those are part of the uh, crook practices that HR professionals, which in the right way have actually done and it has really affected a lot. Now, even you and I know that things have gradually changed. Yes, COVID-19 has changed the narrative. Talents are now key oh,
3: okay,
5: okay. in the industry. And HR are gradually reshifting the top. Your competitor will get the talents. HR, in terms of, you know, if you are familiar with balance coca you talk about the finance, you talk about customer experience, you talk about strategy and the rest. And, okay, what best? how best can HR contribute to the, you know, to, to, to the budget, to the, uh, to the growth of the economy, I mean, of the company by saving costs, okay? And that is the crook mindset, you know, in the past, HR professionals think that okay, if I'm able to save, if the budget for this one is hundred or one million now, if I can save, help the company to save two hundred thousand, is a plus for the uh, for me as an HR person and then but for the organisation. Sure. But now, that they, me, sure. they not just is that way. They now know they have. It was then many talents didn't know didn't know they have. That's just the truth. But now the talents we have right now in Nigeria, let me use Nigeria as an example. We know our value now, and we don't want to even waste an inch of our time in a place that they don't value us at all. They will tell you straight off, sorry, I am not interested in working with you because they would have done their background check and everything. So the narrative is gradually changing. It is now, can this talent work? Now companies are beginning to look at, okay, can this talent work? Can this talent, does this talent have the capacity? Look at what Hapu did. At least there's a news that surfaced uh yesterday uh by HAPO. Hapu had to pay extra dollars to retain their talent so that they don't move over to Facebook. To
3: Facebook. Facebook, and, uh, to
5: Facebook. Now the, the game has changed. There is a huge disruption in the you know in the industry right now. So it's not about. Um, yes, negotiation is very key. It's very important. You as an individual, as a candidate, you must understand the minimum and the maximum you can do. But part of what will help us now in this current space is what you can offer. The talent you can, you know, the, the skills, you know, that you can give. Because this, now people are even working remotely. People are now working, you know, I asked somebody here in Nigeria, once it is 11 p.m., to I think 4 a.m. He's working in the overs, but he's currently in Nigeria. Once it is 6, 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. he prepares for Nigerian work. But he has the value. He has the skills. He has all skill skilled himself. That's why I mentioned skill. Yes, in the back then it was is very, very true, whereby people are really on the bait. You know, you see somebody, in fact, some recruitment agencies really things in such a way That's that, for example, exactly. for example, you will, see, you will see some of them, they will even, maybe the budgets, like for example, or maybe the budgets that the company, just look at it. So the company allotted, let's say 150K as their net pay. For example, as their net pay, and then if you look at their gross pay, maybe their gross pay is around 230K or 250K. Now, because of greed, And let me just be careful because I'm online. You will see that these so-called recruitment agencies will not pay that 150. They'll rather pay them 50K, or 100 k you know, and use it for their own personal whatever. While there are some, in all fairness, the total package the client is giving them is 150k. So if you want to give them 150K, we have to, as a company, you have to look at, okay, we need to pay tax because we must actually be compliant in terms of regulations and everything. And then from that same 150K, they'll be able to deduct, okay, this is your pension, this is your uh, tax, you know, we are going to remit this and that, and then maybe they'll be left with 80,000 there. Uh So, you know, so, so... the like what you said, yes. The regulatory body. I agree with you sincerely. There are a lot of structures in Nigeria that is very very. You oh, know, very very poor, and that's why I need to have a microphone actually
3: to Michael, your audio, your audio changed.
1: If I any raise his hand, if any wants to say something.
3: No, it's it's in absence. Um, Hello, Michael.
5: I, want to mention
3: it. I know. I know. Right. Yeah, Michael. Like your voice, your voice, your audio changed. Did you yeah. go far from your mic?
1: Michael, your audio has changed. We can hear you so well.
3: Yeah, I said your your audio changed. Like you were speaking to the mic Yeah. Now can you can you, hear me you say something?
5: <laughs> it's better. We can hear yeah, you better like, now. We lost you. Like, for, oh, oh my minutes. goodness. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. So let, so let me
3: let me take you back to what you said you mentioned something about the recruitment agency taking the 150 I think you stopped around there. That's where we lost
5: you. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, you know I I actually mentioned it in two different ways. Now, mm-hmm. a client could actually tell you that okay, their net pay, you know, there's a difference between net pay and gross pay. Mm-hmm. And gross pay. So okay. net pay is your take home. So, for your take home, for this outsource staff or for this social uh, candidates, their net pay is 150K. And then, you know, we now look at uh, their gross pay, maybe their total package is 250K. Now, uh-huh. for some agencies, in fact, being sincere with you, I worked with uh, another organization as um, a consultant, external consultant. I helped them to set up their HR, whatever, you know, and they got that contract from, you know, from the government, forever you get now. Now, indirectly, you will come to see when I was looking through their uh, their payroll cost and everything, I discovered that the allotted uh, net pay for those uh, employees was around 200K. But when I, and that was net pay, not gross pay, that was net pay. <laughs> but when I now looked at what was on the, salary, you know, payroll, they were paying them 50K. Can you imagine? And and for me to get that information, that it has, has to be basis. inside, 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 inside. So, that is what happens, you know, and then they will now do it like as if they are favoring you, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, after confirmation, we'll now increase your salary and everything. And then the remaining just jumps into their pockets. So that's one. The second one is that clients could actually come and tell you that, sorry, OCO, net pay, gross pay, total package, we have 150. This is all we can do. Then the, the recruitment agency will now look at it, ah, 150K as total package. How are we going to remove the gross part? That's the statutory, like the pension, the tax and everything. Yeah. So by the time they do their calculations, their deductions, and everything, they will now yes. make sure they will try as much as possible to the next phase, actually, tangible enough, you know, to take home. Like, so out of 150K, they were able to do christmas per can and go with 80000 or 100000 Now, that is a total different experience. That is understood. But for somebody that you're meant to be collecting 150K, let's take home. And at the end of the day you are receiving 50k so these are part of the things these are part of the practices that has affected the industry that has even affected the confidence of candidates in overtime that has even affected you know the service team of candidates because the expectation now is lowered you know they will say oh, it is anything that they have because everybody wants to survive you at some point you even be you even be looking at your value. You will be looking at I must have something to, yeah. to you know to hold body soul and spirit. Yeah, so right. you know it has really there's a lot of my let me just put a lot of inappropriate. Practices that has happened in the industry.
3: Definitely, definitely, because we just have to call it out for what it is. Because I do, I, I know this podcast. My people might listen to it, and people want to understand. But me, I can tell you for a fact that if at 2021 we are still talking about salary of 100k,
5: know to, that is crazy. To, but try, but being yeah. sincere, but being sincere, <laughs> things are now changing. since no, Michael,
3: Michael, Michael, Michael. Yeah. I understand you. I understand where you are coming from. But me, I'm still telling you that somebody called him and said she got a job offer for 30,000 naira. And
5: they check very well if he's an SME. No, I'd,
3: even if he's an SME, even if it's one small organization in Ikoyi, if you are paying somebody that amount in 2021, you're wicked. I put of it to you that you are wicked. Of because course. somebody would Somebody will tell me now that, uh, uh, Uchi, you don't proud, you don't proud. Yes, I worked in the company in VI in 2000 and 2016. It's okay, I will, they have five buildings, I won't call their name. For me to mention that they have five buildings. If you are familiar mm-hmm. with VI, you know the company name. And they paid me 40,000 uh, as salary. And I was coming from Aja to that place. If oh, I
5: you, co- you collected the awards now.
3: I collect. No 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 no. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Then
2: see, let, let me let me add to what Joe was saying. I'm being.
3: When somebody is telling me I collected that salary at mm. that time, because okay. hey, Uchi, you need corporate experience. Ah, if you don't get corporate experience, you don't know, you you know, exactly. get that work. I collected it. The next time I went for another one. Decide adding 2020 on top of it. Do you see how the progression is? And in 2021,
1: we're talking about 150k. If I you you wanted to I I say something,
3: before you go see
2: the bad part of it is insurance company. You know, Mike was about saying uh, companies that pay that low are SMEs. That's a big lie. I went <laughs> to the headquarters of a very big insurance company. Guess how much they were offering? How much? 40,000
1: 40, naira a month.
2: Yes. And you know, me looking at it.
5: Is it you, insurance?
2: I don't want to it mention it. I don't
5: want mean, to you know you know in insurance there are different packages. Oh, so I also worked in insurance. And in fact, those months I worked, I suffered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so there are there are different sectors in insurance. If you enter one, so, well, there is a part in insurance that if you enter, oh my god, yeah, you are, you are lucky. But these other parts, error. change now. The <laughs> most, the <laughs> most funny
2: part of, of it is that everybody that came for that interview passed. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone
3: passed. You understand?
1: <laughs> oh my
3: god! Why would I pass? Why would I pass for so forty k?
1: I kind, of feel, I kind of feel like these companies are taking advantage of the Nigerian youth because they know everybody everybody wants to get exactly. a job. Everybody, everybody exactly. wants to leave the house. So they're taking advantage. Exactly. So they're like, if I offer them 3000 they will take. If I offer them 5000 they will take because they have no option. Exactly. Exactly. With that, with that being agree. said, Michael, I have a question. I think this is more directed to you because you're like the senior HR uh, person amongst all of us here. Um, uh, look you, how are you? I know lying now. You're not saying that true. <laughs> <laughs> um. As someone who is taxed with solving problems and meeting HR-related uh, HR related needs, um, okay. what issues do you get the most? Like what complaints do you get the most from workers and how do you solve them?
5: Oh, okay. Um, by the grace of God, I've been able to uh, oversee, let me say over 3,000, 4,000 employees. Wow, that's and, a large number. Uh, that's actually, seen a lot. I've actually seen a lot. So, uh, one of the key things, uh, one of the issues I get from employees, number one, um, mm. let me talk about toxic environment. Mm. The toxicity of you know, workplace now is, and these are part of the things I actually mentioned that it has changed the game. Sincerely, candidates now, they now all know their value. They, know, they don't want to waste their time. They rather appreciate a place where they can be mentally okay than a place where they will be paid them so much and they are mentally true. off. I personally have worked in an environment. I was the head of HR, and I worked there for like six months. Man, I lost it. Like in terms of my health, mental health, and everything, I had to resign. Sincerely, I, they were pay me very well, but I had to. So toxicity of an environment when it comes to Leadership, the line manager, you know, some we even want to frustrate you because they, they, they are not so comfortable, you know. Maybe you know so much than them, you know, so much toxicity that they will even um, make you feel less of yourself. So they're saying that they, it will even make you feel like you don't know what you're doing or you don't even have what it takes. So toxicity of an environment have received a lot even from those I have actually overseen and from another company, I have, by the grace of God, I've been able to, you know, I've been able to advise many persons as much as possible. Many persons. So toxicity of an environment, I've gotten that. On ethical issues, issues like uh, internal fraud, corruption, sexual harassment, you know, verbal harassment, you know, all these things, you know, uh, are things I've actually handled in the past. For example, let me use one example. Like um, one of my staff was working in a bank, the banking sector, she's married, for God's sake, oh, she's married. And the line manager just liked her, uh, you know, and everything. Oh, I like I like this girl and everything, and kept on disturbing her. Kept on disturbing her. And she told him, I am married for God's sake why are you disturbing me, you know, this, is, But because, you know, it's the organ now, you want to do a lot of things. So he started looking out for faults, you know, from past activities and everything, cooked it up and made sure that she was fired. Now, wow. when I discovered that, yeah, there's a lot that happens sincerely, but I don't want to just paint, you know, all these things, you know. That's why sometimes as a nature person, you must always bring that woman in nature out because, what if you are in that person's situation? Mm-hmm. So for that lady, before they actually uh, thought of firing her, I had to quickly escalate to my line manager, and then we had to intercept. We spoke with the organ of that person that wants to do that rubbish. We spoke with him, and then before we knew it, I quickly requested for redeployment. So I quickly I ensured that she was redeployed to another location. And in fact, that location was in a cantonment barracks, you know, where the bank branches. And then that lady was able to sustain herself for like a year until she resigned. So there's a lot I've actually uh, seen conflicts. Uh, is it conflict? Is it value? Career aspirations. Over time, you just, see, um, you just see a staff just tell you that I'm not feeling it anymore here. I don't know what to do. I'm not getting it. Pay is not sufficient, you know, and the rest that my organ, what can I do? Well, What is your advice, you know, and that I'll, I'll tell the person, you know what, do it this way. Quickly yes. uh, get this training. Quickly do this. Quickly do that. Okay, you know what, give me your CV. Let me help you to repackage it, you know. Okay, upgrade yourself here. Do this. Oh, yeah, try you know, and then I'll help the person. And before you know the person, it's the target and the person is better off. And in the future, the person will come back, oh my God, thank you so much, you know, for this and that and that. So career aspiration, that's personal aspiration of that employee, because see, once the candidate or let me say the employee's aspiration is not aligning with the organization's aspiration, there's problem. Gradually, the employee will be, uh, will be withdrawn or will be, we'll be disengaged. We have different types of employees in the, in the organization. We have engaged, engaged, disengaged, and disengaged. Once you're ready in the second category and the third category, there's problem because gradually the aspiration is not anymore uh, aligning with the organization. And that is what is currently happening right now. A lot of candidates, they've come to realize that their own aspiration is very, very important So, if they don't see your organization aligning with theirs, they will know what to work with you. It's global now. It's global. And that's why you see people now, they now so much believe in their purpose. Their own purpose is very important.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm so excited for the next episode I'm going to be posting. With that being said, don't forget to keep sharing this podcast with your family, friends, and your enemies. And you don't forget to drop us a five-star rating and a review because that keeps showing us that you enjoy what we're doing. With that being said, be kind to one another and God bless. See you on the final episode of this wonderful this wonderful episode on salary expectations and unemployment in Nigeria. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.